Guys, sorry, sorry, I, can we restart? I wasn't rolling. Now if you'll excuse me, I have a beam of light to catch. Now that's the third time we've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> It's still funny. It's still First a time line. I screwed it up. Second time I wasn't rolling, and that's the third time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perils of a morning recording, isn't it? No one's yeah, yeah, quite yeah. in gear. Yeah, yeah. We're in, we're morning. We've already heard about Sam's uh, sickness. Sickness. Yeah, uh, poor recording setup today. Yeah. Um, studio um, B. Studio B is in, which is the lesser of the two studios at the cat the Draper studio. Studios. Yeah. Uh, two cat studios. <laughs> Do you have two cats? We've got two cats, yeah. No, that's boring conversation. Uh, so here I am uh, <laughs> at the Science Vision Rating System. I'm Chris Redding. Hello. We've got Sam Draper over there. Say hello, hello. Sam. And Alex Humphrey. Hi there. Okay, so today we're going to talk about K-Packs, which has got Kevin Spacey and Jeff Bridges in it. Um, I didn't know about this film until I was doing a bit of a Kevin Spacey marathon on YouTube the other day. Ah. And I suggested it. Kevin's in the news at the moment, so I thought I'd go and uh, yeah. Check how, out how, much say about, how much are we going to say about clues? How much are we going to say about Kevin Spacey? Like, what can we say? Because Sam, it's an ongoing court this? case, I think we should just say Kevin's in the news. Kevin's in that. the news. Okay, yeah. yeah. Look it up for yourself. Do you do it, you I do mean, the research? It, it's hard not to watch it in a different light, is it? Isn't mm. it? You know? A little bit. Yeah, bit. I mean, I know people who have worked at... Oh, I can't talk about that, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Beep! <laughs> yeah, I also know someone who used to be his assistant as well. That was oh, so yeah. Good stories. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, the uh, Yeah, so this film is based on a, a novel which I'd never heard of, mm. and uh, it's directed by a guy called Ian Softley. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, also, no. never heard of. Oh, mm. but he ha- he did Hackers. You must have seen Hackers. Oh, did yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and Backbeat, which people seem to like about the Beatles. The isn't Beatles it? film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, he's directed stuff. Got um, chops. He's got chops. <laughs> yeah, he's got chops. <laughs> yeah. So this is a an interesting one. It's one of our films. Which I was watching this. And I actually text Sam. I said, I went. This isn't even a sci-fi. <laughs> I'm still not sure. I think we need to have a big like argument when we get to the end about whether it is or not. Well, it's one of them where there's just people talking about sci-fi, I guess. Might yeah. be um, Poppins Claws. Uh, it you know, might Poppins be. Claws. Kind What's of the Poppins be. Claws again? Explain that. Uh, it was the... Oh, no, actually, Poppins was magic rather than sci-fi, wasn't it? Was that what Poppins it's Claws to was? Do with, isn't it to do with when... Stuff happens like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which yeah. and because there is no explanation, it's not That's science it, fiction yeah. because there's same as Mr. Limpet, there is no explanation to why yeah. these things happen, therefore it can't be science That's fiction because there's not yeah. a reality based explanation. So yes. if in Roger Rabbit they had said that there was an alternate dimension had opened up and characters from the cartoon world had come in, then we would kind of count that. But because they just have this world of cartoon characters yeah. It's yeah. not counted. Uh, and I don't so know I about K-Packs. Like, I don't know. Like, when we get to the end... Yeah, that last scene will be the... Oh, yeah. The it, but, yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, what so was... it's kind of a light touch on the sci-fi department. Mm. You guys hadn't... You'd seen it recently, though, Sam, had you? 
10 years no, ago? No, about 10 years ago, yes. What was, yeah. You said that you had an idea that was the same. What, what was different in your idea? Or was nothing different? It was very similar. I mean, it wasn't as cloying and annoying, I don't think. But basically, my idea... Was it a Kevin Spacey vehicle? No, that was it, yeah. I was pushing to Kevin and his people, and he was like, I've already done it. That's what I was talking to. <laughs> no, my idea was basically that um, that it was like two people who know each other their whole life, and then someone one day was like, saw the person doing something, like, what's that? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm an alien. And mm, they'd right. been doing... They'd sort of... They were there for other reasons all the way through life. Um... You know, it's a similar sort of setup, basically. But as I say, then I was, then someone was like, "Well, that's just K-Pax," and then I watched it and never really thought about it again because I was like, "Yeah, this is a terrible idea." Obviously, mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, then let's get into it. So, what strikes me at the beginning is very dated in its text, and it's got oh this American Beauty style like Wally yeah. music. The, the music is awful. Oh, the, the mm. credits are so bad. It's like a... Yeah. It's not... I wrote down TV movie, but it's almost like a promotional video for a company. That's what I wrote. Like, I wrote. like you're in a training <laughs> session for like... Like like human resources training session, isn't it? Yeah. For like... Yeah. Today like in anger management... Like, um, you know, like selling those like stones you see on the QVC or whatever. Like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Healing stones. Yeah. It's it's awful. It's an awful beginning. Like awful credits. Awful music. It's stupid. Like lights. Like, but do you like, think in the nineties this meant something? Though, do you think it did have like uh, a bit a wow? Well, factor? I mean, this film came out in two thousand. Think it ever had a wow factor? No, I think we were naff in two thousand and one. Yeah, <clears throat> it just looked really bad. It looked really bad. Like it looked very dated for something that I didn't think needed yeah. to look dated. It's very Channel Five, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I don't know, Channel 5 does some good quality programming now, Sam. Oh, right, okay. To try not to burn his work I watched a wonderful uh, <laughs> Michael Palin show on there the other day. Oh, my God, he's so Where he went low. to North Korea. Yeah. Poor Palin. <laughs> <laughs> Did he travel yeah. on a beam of light? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got the terrible uh, American Beauty music, and then we it opens up a Grand Central terminus where uh, Kevin is being weird. Mm. And he gets arrested. There's a bit of racism before that. Is there? There's a, the homeless guy who, like, some Chinese bloke walks past and he's going like, oh, Jackie Chan, Shanghai Noon. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, whole, wow. the whole beginning is quite Is it racist. racism when it's, a, when it's a, a tramp shouting it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But the whole because, beginning is like, because you get like, yeah, you've got like this this kind of crazy black homeless guy. Yeah, you've got him being racist. Then you've got the police kind of are like, like blame the black guy, don't they? Like, oh, yeah. did you just mug her? Like, that was a bit weird. And then, then yeah. you have like the next, when you see Jeff Bridges, he's got a sassy black receptionist, <clears> which is another like huge cliche of having not in the 90s yeah in the 90s yeah you're just a bit like whoa I can see where this film's going oh my god yeah it's uh, we're still in the world of Ali McBeal Mm. Um, Mm. and uh, Dawson's Creek Um, yeah so it's heavily dated still we've got some it's got a very diagnosis murder type feel to it for me like a (laughs) (laughs) that was good no yeah yeah yeah. no Yeah. yeah Uh, and then it's Q Jeff Bridges. Got a Jeff Bridges meeting. I, mm. I find the dialogue very clunky. He's, he's trying his best, though, I thought. At the end of this film, I was like, you know what, Jeff Bridges, you tried your best. Like, I, I don't think Jeff Bridges comes out of this badly, whereas Kevin no. does. No. But Jeff Bridges but is it's just such doing... such a bland like, role, right? 
Yeah, it is a bland role. Did you know, originally, it was supposed to be Will Smith as Prot and Kevin Spacey as uh, as the Doctor? But Will Smith pulled out, so Spacey changed to being the alien. It'd have been better? <laughs> mm, it'd have been different. I think Will Smith's as annoying as Kevin Spacey's in that role, isn't he? I think, but... it, I think it would have been Will Smith in acting mode, not in comedy mode. I think he would have been like... As yeah. as much as this is a Kevin Spacey acting in huge What's he doing? Uh, what's he doing? What was he? When at? was Men in Black? Was that around this sort? Of Wasn't yeah. Iron Legend around then? Oh, yeah, I don't know. If it, I could see him thinking, "Oh yeah, this will get me taken seriously," uh, yeah. but yeah, I think he was wise to pull out. To be honest, but yeah, yeah. So basically, Jeff Bridges is like some sort of uh, big time shrink, and yeah. Uh, and he gets called in because there's this guy who thinks he's from um, he's an extraterrestrial. So I mean, why is he there though? Because he didn't actually arrest that, but he didn't actually mug that person, did he? No, and well, it just no sort proof. of shows in America they'll just nick you for anything, throw you in mental. It's asylum. been a month, they say. Uh, yeah. That because that the, the doctor, the Indian doctor, who's also a bit of a stereotype. Uh, he, he, they kind of don't know. They imply that they've done tests on Pro, and they've kind He's not of dangerous, though, is he? Or... But you think that as soon as they realise you haven't done the mugging, they just let him go, wouldn't they? Yeah, you mm. think they'd have bigger fish to fry? Yeah, because what's he actually done to harm anyone? Nothing really. He's just wandering no. around talking a bit strange. They mm. have this really weird kind of line that I tried to look up, like like, like try and look into whether it was because they say he was unresponsive to these drugs, and Jeff Bridges was like, that's impossible! That's No, that's crazy, that's impossible! And I was a bit mm. like, oh, I'm going to Google this. But I couldn't really find whether that would be impossible, that <laughs> you could not handle that those drugs or not. But, but also, like, skipping forward, it's like, he's still got a human body, so, mm. you know, the mechanically speaking... Yeah. The drugs would work, right? Yeah, that's what totally. I thought. Especially when the the actual human is so close to the surface anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, they get into the regressive yeah. therapy and stuff like that. He's not actually that unhuman at all, is he? No. Mm. But it's a mm. case in this film, this is why I would say maybe it's not science fiction, because this is one of two or three times where they say, oh, are we? this is why he's alien, because of this. But then they never back it up. They never do any more tests. There's not like... Because at this point, I thought, okay, right, the way this film's going to go is... He'll Mark will want to do like nice hippy drippy, yeah, regressive therapy, and then there'll be an evil doctor who'll just want to pump Prope full of drugs because that's like the message, and that's mm. like how the film will play out. Like, will mm. the drugs win or the kind that's of no? Let's, let's talk. Yeah. That was the conflict, but it's so mm. fucking boring. There isn't even that to be honest. Say, you have assumed there that this is a competence <laughs> film with conflict in it, and it's not. So yeah, I did assume <laughs> wrong. It's like they imagine like some of these scenes to be memorable mm. when they're not. Yeah. Like it's yeah. they go, oh, we've got Kevin Spacey, Jeff Eating Bridges fruit. in a room together talking about alien sex. Yeah. Um, it's gonna. Yeah. It's, this will be a memorable scene. This will be on everyone's top scenes in the world. Um, it thinks it's like um, like Good Will Hunting or something, doesn't it? Or or. Yeah, you know, that kind of yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. It thinks it's that sort of Dead Poets Society, that sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Robin Williams doing a big show sort of film. Mm. But you know, the guy that wrote the screenplay, you know, the other films. Your his big film credits are what Blood Diamond. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, and God. Warcraft: The Beginning. <laughs> That's his wow. credits. That's Charles Levitt's credits. So, like, it's not like they've hired some amazing screenwriter to like transfer this book into like yeah sizzling dialogue it's pretty uh part of the sea that was bad by one howard 
Yeah, and that as well. You know the book. You know the guy who wrote the book. That's the, the Jeff Bridges' character name is the guy who wrote the book. <laughs> really? Yeah, the guy, whatever that guy's name is, and all the books are about like as though he's a psychiatrist. Oh god! Um, but I'll get into the yeah. books at the end because there's a spoiler for the film. Yeah. So. Um, there's that scene where he explains what alien sex is. I think it's supposed to be memorable. It's not. Uh, and also, I it sort of struck me that if he's on a research mission as an alien to Earth, why is he yeah. just hanging around a mental asylum? Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I think all the way through. Yeah. Like, what's the... If, yeah. if he can go anywhere, why be here? What's the relevance of it? Well, because they have a big talk, don't they? And and this is where they the film almost misleads you because, it, yeah... Uh, uh, Jeff Bridges quite practically says, well, if you're an alien, why do you look like a human? And then he's all like, oh, well, like, you know, why is a bubble round? It's the most efficient form. I'm on, I look like a human on Earth because there are humans here. Uh, If I went to another planet, I'd look like what's on that other planet. But that, spoilers, is absolute bullshit, isn't it? Because it's not Mm. that he looks like a human here. Spoilers, he is in a human here, if that's what you believe. So he's kind of lying, like he's lying, which is kind of a weird thing to do. Why? It's just muddled. It's just doesn't make yeah. any sense. And I, I because d- also he keeps like admonishing people for going like, "Oh, you're so human and stupid." It's like, mm. well, you're the one who's in a human body telling everyone you're an alien. Yeah. Like, how else are people going to react to you other than to think you're a bit strange? Like, if he's so clever, you must realise that there's a bit more subtle way to go about this than just walking around acting like a crazy person. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. he? No. Why didn't he inhabit a fly or an eagle or a snake? Because you or, could, or like, um, like a person who's got like like a the president or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. someone who's already got a bit of clout behind them, yeah, and and can, uh, has got the resources to go. Okay, look, I know you don't believe in an alien, but look here, his NASA showing you how I've come from stuff like this. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure that the film would argue. It'd that. be good if they did a film where it like inhabits like Lady Gaga or something. That would be more because at least she travels around the world. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be more practical. Yeah, I'm sure the film would say that it's not really about that. It's about you know, that Pro is there to help those people. But he could have inhabited he could have inhabited Jeff Bridges and helped a lot more people. I mean the thing is though, the thing that role, the the crux of it for me is that basically the script writer and probably the writer of the novel just thinks he's a lot cleverer than everybody else, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And so by being that like smart ass <clears throat> in a mental home, but having the the get out of being alien, he can walk around going, Oh well an eye for an eye, how stupid are humans? Oh, conflict, yeah. oh, you're so backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think some of these lines are supposed to hit harder than they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just think, well, all right, no shit. <laughs> you know, conflict's come, bad, who the thought? Yeah, he also comes across just as a bit of a dick as a character, doesn't he? He's just yeah, an, arrogant, an arrogant character. He doesn't come across like sensitive or intelligent. It just seems no. like he's constantly critiquing and being he's just annoying he's not he's not like this kind of oh wow character but also like he's the whole competition he sets up and we'll get to that I suppose but you know in to see who's gonna come back with him seems like a really irresponsible thing to do in a room full in a mm. you know, <laughs> house full of insane people yeah yeah well it's again it seems to me he does a lot of things that I yeah. don't understand why the hospital allows them to happen <laughs> yeah like why he's not in solitary confinement yeah, yeah. like Jeff yeah. just takes him out a couple of times like they there's quite a lot of things that happen where you just go no surely someone in charge would say well, again the conflict would what be why are you doing this this guy should be in a maximum security prison or something like it's just yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah well yeah I think and also a lot of what he says like which are supposed to be really astounding things 
in a post-internet world, they're not that impressive, what he was talking about, you know, when he, they take him to the planetarium. Oh, and yeah. And he's talking about things which he couldn't really know about, which doesn't make any sense at all. No. Like, yeah, the classified star system, what's all that about? Yeah, see, that's in, uh, yeah. is that the part where we're supposed to go, oh, right, this is science fiction? Because he has that information. Is that well, what I thought? I think, what was happening was like because if they've classified the release information about a star system, mm. I thought they'd be implying then that, that NASA knows aliens there, and that's why it's classified. See, that would be that would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the case, is it? Though it's no. just that they're just saying, oh, we couldn't because have known this because we classified it. He's mm. talking like, okay, the the stars behave in a particular way, which is like yeah. a wobble or something because of, and then he says this because of these planets, mm. and yeah. he could have just reverse engineered that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He could have, yeah. yeah, yeah. He could have worked out how the planets worked and then yeah. drawn it back. Yeah, mm. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It's not um, proof that he's an alien. No, like you said, it would have been far more interesting if at that point that Steve guy had rung, been like, "Jerry, someone knows," and then it'd be like yeah, suddenly yeah. the FBI come in and they're like, "Right, we need to take this pro guy away because he's got." That would have been way more interesting. Again, that would have been conflict, and again, the yeah, film yeah. doesn't seem to work. Yeah, you could still do the is he an alien or is he not line, but at least you'd have the other side of, then of some of them thinking, well, we know there's something weird out there, so maybe he's the weird thing. But mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, um, I mean, all he does is eat a whole banana. That's like, oh wow, how wacky is he? And you yeah, know, with the skin on. He had to do that 27 times. <laughs> I think that so, was in the trailer as well. Yeah, so it serves you right, Kevin Spacey. You're to eat that hot banana hole 27 and pe- times. And people think it's a surprise that it's, you know the things are coming out that are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah. loves what that says. What? That fruit loving Kevin Spacey he love fruit. E- eating the skin on a banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut that out. Can't say that. Can I? Deviant. Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, and then he goes back and there's this whole bluebird thing. What's that about? Like where... Yeah, I didn't get that. No. Well, like, like it's, Sam it's just said... It's not a bluebird, is it? No. 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 It's, no. But like Sam it's said, it's pretty irresponsible for him to set these tasks. He sets three yeah. tasks for the guy out of Dreamscape, who yeah, I what, did they think... They all start killing each other. Well, yeah. yeah. He was acting. Did you all recognise him from Dreamscape? Oh yeah, and from Twin Peaks, yeah. Yeah, like he was he was acting his arse off. He's well great. done. Yeah, well yeah. done, David Patrick <laughs> Kelly. Good for you. Um yeah, that seems super irresponsible. Like Yeah. And the other bit is that is the, the bit that really annoyed me was when they say, All right, he wears those sunglasses mm. because he sent he can see ultraviolet light. And yeah, Jeff yeah. Bridges is like, Oh, humans can't see ultraviolet light. And surely, again, at this point, they'd go, right. And I thought when they had the room all dark, there was, like, something written on the walls. In In UV, yeah. 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 And he was going to read it, and that would prove... But they don't even fucking do that, do they? Like, surely that's... it'd be quite a simple test to do. Yeah. But why don't they? And also, he's not... He's still in a body. He's still in a human body. Yeah, so how can he see... human eyes. Yeah. Yeah, so how can I think some people can see higher into the UV. Like... In the world, so I don't think it's even true anyway. That line, it's just um, really annoying. And then uh, another irresponsible thing: he takes him home to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To yeah. hang out with all the kids. Yeah. And what's the point of this bit? What's the relevance of him taking him back home? I think it's because he's trying to unlock like his past, isn't he? 
Mm. Yeah, I think he's trying to. Yeah, but like you know, all those other patients there, I assume a lot of those have got a lot of like deep trauma in their past, yeah. and I don't mm. think he's taking them home for for you know Fourth well, of July celebrations, is he? No, I think he's. But he gave him a deadline, though, didn't he? Like, oh yeah, of course, yeah. If you don't if you don't cure me by this date, I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> Also, I guess you're supposed to think that Jeff Bridges is obsessed with him, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, because you get that scene where he's, like, working and his daughter's trying to play something <laughs> on the piano. Yeah. And he, like, very, not angrily at all, she, like, gives, like, a frown, doesn't he? He shuts the door. And the wife looks up like, oh, no, he's he's out of control. She, like, she looks really, like, worried by his, like, very gently closing the door because he's trying to do some work. Yeah. <laughs> She's, again, like, a very no-conflict version of that scene where, yeah. you know... It, it's like a Hallmark yeah. movie. Yeah, it's, sort of. it's relationship. It is, yeah, it really is a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's like you're supposed to think his marriage is all doomed, and he's split up from one woman. He doesn't see the guy out of Breaking Bad anymore, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like all that. But it's like it's not that bad their relationship, is it? He's just a bit at work, and he's a bit into his work. That it's not that even... again. Like all that felt again to me like the writer like really getting on his high horse about things, going like, oh well, <laughs> I, I tell you he's on his second wife, therefore broken home, you know, how yeah. terrible, what a, what a cracked man, but really just a successful guy who appears to be quite happy in his life. Yeah. Or yeah. a strange son, but it's not that estranged because in the end they, they meet, don't they? And straight yeah. away he's like, oh, you look, look good. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. They just walk off together. <laughs> so, not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the kids say that he looks like Data. Which yeah, what's that about? Line. Yeah, that's do you mean Geordie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, why do they say Data? Because he's got... Yeah, you're right. No. Did they get it wrong? Data. No, he's but he's got like data, glasses he? he's got on. yellow. Yeah, but is his skin a little bit... Isn't the way he behaves a little bit like Android, though? Mm. Oh, is that what it's meant to be? I just thought they got it wrong. Because he's got glasses on. He thought he was like Geordie. got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because he looks blind. Well, yeah, because he's got the glasses on. It really doesn't look like data mm. at all to me. Because the way he runs off as well, he like, does this weird, like... He runs like... Um, like, his hands are, like, flopping at his side, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. That's not a data run, is it? That's not... I don't know what that no. kind of... He, he runs Barkley. a bit like a dog, doesn't he? more like Barkley. Yeah, it's like uh, Barkley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he starts talking to the dogs. Oh, that, re- that was terrible. Oh, man, that scene really annoyed me. Yeah. That was supposed to, oh, wacky, funny, like, oh, come on. Like, it's so annoying. And that could all just be made up. We could all just make up what a dog has said, can't we? It doesn't mean Mm. anything. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because what he says is something really general, like, don't don't sneak up on me and... What was it? I like like having the ball thrown around. Yeah. Yeah, Some real deep dog knowledge he's gone for there, isn't it? A (laughs) a dog's got a ball. How could he possibly have known that? Yeah. The dog fortune teller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Dogstradamus. Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes all mental when the sprinkler comes on. Yeah, so an, it's taken an hour for something to actually kind of happen. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I wrote Literally, it down. Yeah. It's an hour, yeah. and he kind of goes crazy. Mm. And here, the film spirals out of like it just spirals it out of goes being into science fiction. Else. Yeah, it's not really. So this is the problem goes into with some this. sort of like psychological drama. Yeah, and then we yeah, sort of introduce the idea of hypnosis, which is weird as well because. Is that even used in the medical profession? See, I don't know. it is. Because I, I wrote that it down. Is, yeah. It feels like a real film thing to be like, oh, we're going to do hypnosis it, now. For what is used, and I bet it's a lot more American than it is here, but um, not in the sort of slapdash way they're doing it here. Like, you know, it's very... Oh, surprising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be doing it in this sort of situation. Also, I don't think they normally have a guy... Because he kind of does it like Darren Brown. Yeah. <laughs> 
but also the guy at the other side of the, the one-way mirror. Yeah. yeah. I don't think most hospitals have that going on. A guy like... No. They might, there, doing, like, they might do in a sort of a mental institution. But that was that was so like false, wasn't it? It was like, oh his heart rate's going up. Come on, Mark, pull him out, pull him out. Yeah. Like, it's like, like that's yeah. something you do in like trying uh, to introduce tension which where it's not uh, there. It's not flatliners, yeah, is it? It's not like no, he's no. dying. He's just under hypnosis and getting upset. I bet um, you I bet in you, a weird Charles voice, which is weird. Yeah, I bet you this is the bit that Kevin Spacey flipped through, read this bit and was like, Oh, yeah, I'm doing this film. Like I do that, this yeah. is such an act oh I get to do a, a funny child's voice. I get to do alternative Yeah, oh I get to act physically be a bit different. Oh wow, look at me acting. Like yeah. nah, um, nah, Kevin. You know, the way it's shot though and the way it's rendered is just totally Unevocative, isn't it? It's mm. it's just not very. It's so well flat, yeah. It's just like a one room, then like shot reverse shot for about an hour, mm. isn't it? Of them yeah. sitting in that chair. It's so no boring. boring. Mm. Um, you know, going back to that bit of the the party. Yeah. What should have happened is he he should have gone mad and kidnapped the kids, and oh. and like then then Jeff Bridges should have been. You know, the mystery tries to solve. He should have been trying oh. to solve it because Kevin has basically gone back to where it all the happened. house with the kids and was yeah. like, yeah, that would have been way better. Like, I like the idea you had where it's actually, it is being covered up at that planet is there. And yeah. it's like a whole contact thing. Well, you could have both going on, couldn't you? You could have both yeah. plots. Like, they're both, like, Jeff Bridges trying to get to him because his kid's there and he knows that he's just messed yeah. up. And the government trying to get there because they think he's an actual alien from this planet. Like, there's, yeah. there's so much you could do with this. And he could idea. be... In like the shed of the house, he could have actually have built something a bit like, uh, you know, safety not guaranteed. He could be building like a communication device or like a yeah, like a, e. a transport there, yeah, like ET, and he was going to take the kids with him to Capex. Yeah, but is he mad or is it real? See, that's way more. Yeah, we've we've made a better film. Call Ian softly up. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> tell him we're, we're going to remake Capex. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we discover all about the murder and his past life and these through a whole series of regressive hypnosis sessions, which gets very boring. Yeah. Um, I do think the best bit of the film for me is the, the tiny bit of detective work that goes on with the pencil and the, he's reading the microfiche of the papers and stuff like that. Yeah, and Jeff Bridges mm. goes on a little trip. Yeah. It's done the poorly, but, you know, that's the... Yeah, that's the little bit of sort of TV mystery, drama. Mm. Yeah. And then... Um. Yeah, I just. Yeah, and then at the end, you've got like the yearbook portrait of Kevin Spacey. Well, they're all having a big party, aren't they, to see who's going to get taken? Yeah. To take oh, that. yeah. So he's just wound everyone up to uh, up to a to come yeah, with him. Set, set the date. It doesn't set. really make much sense because didn't he? Set, isn't it? Because it's not even his body, right? It's just his again. No. Sight. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's my one mass... person can go back with him. Yeah. Hmm. And like they've set an essay competition, haven't they? Yeah. But he's also, it's implied that he's told... He's not that reading smell. them essays, though, is he? No, he's <laughs> not. He's, it's implied that he's told the guy with the smell problem that he's the one who's going to go back. And everyone yeah. else, yeah. Yeah, like, it's... And he's just sat there smiling, looking like, you know, on the, doing his Kevin Spacey face, while the whole place, he's just, like, going absolutely mental, tearing themselves apart yeah. over it. Yeah. Do you want to know what my explanation was to all of this? Mm. My explanation was that... Robert Porter, which is what, you know, the body that he yeah. inhabits, is actually a serial killer mm. and that he killed his own family, straight up just did it, no remorse, and then he pretended to be, uh, he either pretends to be catatonic or pretends to be the alien and yeah. that, in fact, at the end, 
that was like his get out clause was to be like, mm. oh no, I've gone back to being catatonic. And that the Bess, who has been taken to K-Pax, she hasn't been taken. He's just murdered her really horrifically and just hidden the body somewhere. So and that's think, why she's And at the end where Jeff Bridges gives him a pen, he stabs him in the neck with the pen. Yeah, maybe. No, but, but, but that works, Max, because you know at the very last shot when he has a little smile on his side of yeah, his mouth. Yeah, because he got away with it again. Yeah, totally. It's like at the end of what you're suspecting, he does his, his hand thing as he walks <laughs> yeah. away. So yeah. the might, yeah, so it needs my to be a, a twist darker, or something, doesn't it? But, yeah, sadly. Well, there's just no it? twist, is there? There's just no. no <laughs> we don't learn anything. No. Well, and even that woman that disappears, right? It doesn't make any sense because they don't take the body. There'd be no. a dead body in the room. No, so yeah, so here yeah, so here's the big here's the big crux. So at the end So the big the big reveal is that he's inhabiting Robert Porter's body. Mm. That Robert Porter's a catatonic, went catatonic after the he ch- tried to kill himself, I guess. Yeah. Is that what you're supposed yeah. to believe? Yeah. And yeah. the pro jumps into the body whenever mm. whenever he, he I don't know why he just does. Well, I guess he was just coming to Earth and was looking for a spare body. Yeah, so and... uses that body, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so if that's how K-Paxians come to our planet, and we just believe mm. that, how yeah. can Best be removed from this planet? Yes, I know, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Because he's already said, like, to travel at the speed of light, you need no mass. Yeah. So that's how his consciousness could come out of Robert Paul yeah. and come back in again in a second, as he demonstrates. Yeah. But then mm. how can Bess's physical body disappear? I mean, and, she should be there catatonic as well, shouldn't she? Yeah, because... Yeah. Her consciousness is left to go to K Pax. Yeah. yeah. Or there should be a shot on K Pax where she's like in or some wibbly body going, Oh, I'm here on K Pax. Or they swapped her out with like they kept put a K Paxian in her body. In there, yeah. yeah. So um, the film also, uh... undoes itself, doesn't it? It undoes its own logic. It's just, it's got no continuity at all. No. It's ridiculous. It's, well, it's, it's, it's worked from the point of saying we're going to make someone disappear and that's what you're going to. That's the reason you're going to um, think maybe it is an alien, and then gone backwards from that to try and make a story out of it, hasn't it? And failed. Yeah. Also, Jeff Bridges not managing to stay awake <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he, fall- yeah. he just falls asleep because he, he has a big asleep. dinner. He has a lovely yeah. big dinner of Chinese sacred, and he yeah. has a little nap. And then he's like, yeah. oh, oh no, the lift. Totally with him at this point. <laughs> and I love the way I love the way that the people are like three minutes. Where is he? Oh, two minutes. Where is he? Two minutes. Look, two minutes. Also, if you've got that One much of, a, of, a, of, a, of a, a precise time frame, you just set an alarm, don't you, for 10 minutes before to wake yourself yeah. up in or case you... I mean, or sit the in last his room. few months have been building up to this moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just sit in his room and fall asleep. At least you were yeah, physically that, yeah. in his room. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so stupid. It's such a stupid Yeah, if you ending. knew something was going to go to a different planet at X time, <laughs> yeah. you'd put just cameras on them, you'd lock them in that room with yeah, like the totally. two-way yeah. glass... Yeah, you get NASA in. Yeah, no, it's that is it is ridiculously stupid. The ending, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. So, is it science fiction? I mean, I don't think it's science bollocks. Well, well, in support of the science fiction argument is that uh, Gene Brewer, yeah, who you might know as Jeff Bridges, who also wrote K Pax, uh, <laughs> actually wrote four K Pax novels. You need to clarify right? who we're talking about. Yeah, four. So he wrote K Pax, then he wrote K Pax. Yeah, I saw two. them. Yeah. On a beam what? of light. Actually, there's five, sorry. On uh, a K-Pax beam of 3. light? Yeah, uh, K-Pax yeah. 3, Worlds of Prot. Yeah. <laughs> K-Pax 4, A New Visitor from the Constellation Lyra. And my favourite title, K-Pax 5, The Coming <laughs> of the Bullocks. What? Yeah. What's yeah. That? I read that wrong at first. I thought what? someone had yeah. like, actually <laughs> been fucking with Wikipedia. Yeah, just putting on a fake name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and all um, these books are available. 
Yeah, so basically, oh um, I read the synopsis through on Goodreads. All right. Um, <laughs> in K-Pax 2, he very quickly uh, gets rid of any dis- like ambiguity about it and just says, no, he was an alien, <laughs> definitely. Brilliant, because people and, doubted it. He's like, he's yeah, like, oh, I'm just going to say straight up, yeah. I think not a lot of people read these books, but the one review I found was saying, like, uh, Gene Brewer basically, like, throws away the only compelling thing about K-Pax instantly. Um <laughs> Yeah, and he's going back and forth stuff like this, and the bullets. And that would have coincided with the film, the second book. So he was trying to cash in. Yeah, oh yes, definitely. I mean, he wrote all sequels around that film, I think. Mm. Um, Yeah, so he goes back and forth, and there's other um, uh, K-Paxians, and the bullocks are a different race. Um, (laughs) And then in the last book, it just sounds like a family. Like, oh, the bullocks. Thought of a different name, though, couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's just not a very good name. The last one, which I'm tempted to read, uh, he actually probe doesn't come back, and instead, let me uh, let me find this. Which one is this? The Bullocks one, or yeah? Hang on, I mean, I've that. never written a novel, but how <laughs> the hell do you fill a novel with this sort of shit? <laughs> oh, very easily. Well, five. I mean, how do you fill a whole book with like I, this? I think I read that the first one's written for, um, as though it's the, the report that uh, Doctor yeah, Brewer's writing. First person, yeah. yeah. Here we go. This is so this is K Pax Four, right? A new visitor arrives from Capax. Fled is outspoken, belligerent, very promiscuous, and resembles more than anything else a large chimpanzee. <laughs> and uh, oh basically, she God. goes around having sex with everyone and saying that she's going to take 100,000 people back to Capax with her. What? And uh, yeah, so Dr. Brewer has to go and work out what's going on. Oh, my The God. reader will find herself gripped by the questions of who will be going with her and will the CIA be able to prevent her from kidnapping any American citizens. Oh, man. Mm. Sounds amazing. So if the yeah. CIA is involved, it's got serious by that point. Yeah, yeah by K-Pax 4, it's all getting a bit serious, yeah. Mm. Yeah, to actually introduce some conflict by K-Pax 4. <laughs> I mean, and he's he's clearly, like, self-publishing these. Let me just send you this cover. This is K-Pax 5. Look at the cover of this book. He gives a, a list of famous people who are actually K-Paxians. Does he? Does he? Jane Goodall, John Lennon. John Lennon? Uh, well, he's dead, so that not really Gandhi. Work. He's dead. Yeah, I think they're all dead, actually. Uh, check out these book covers in the uh, in the chat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Those are the official covers. <laughs> they're official covers? Yeah, that's that's what they're published with. Did he he must be like the first, even the first one's pretty bad. Yeah, it is oh really bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's like... It's a B, it's B-movie stuff, isn't it? This is yeah. quite... It's quite bad. Um, yeah, so... Uh, did, did we finish it? Yeah, basically. I think so. That's yeah, the end of the... Home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you... Um, I, I read that this uh, Argentinian director tried to sue the people that made K-Pax for ripping his yeah. film off. Did you read that? I did read that. And did you read that uh, Dr. Gene Brewer wrote an entire book um, <laughs> that's... I can't remember the title of it. Uh, it's called Creating K-Pax or Are You Sure You Want to Be a Writer? And it's what? an entire book basically refuting that guy's evidence by proving snippets of him having written K-Packs before that guy oh wrote his thing. Oh, my God. That's Which ridiculous. seems a bit like too much, like, you know, yeah. trying to... Yeah, because the film's from, like... Too much, really, you know. 1986 <laughs> and from Argentina. Yeah. Um, so it's called... You sound like a bunch of lunatics. It's Man Facing Southeast people. is the name of the film that yeah. he's allegedly ripped off. Mm. But, uh, yeah, mm, that's weird. I mean, there's not... I mean, it doesn't... It's, it's, it's not a very good idea. I wouldn't be fighting over this. It's no. like, yeah. you know. 
And I'm not and being no, rude, but Sam had it as well. So it's not like this idea hasn't been had by, <laughs> by a million people having yeah. the same idea. It's not like yeah. the yeah. most original idea, is it? Like, yeah. I mean, you tried to go a little bit like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but failed. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, one more thing but regarding his books as well. Uh, I've just looked into it. K- the first K-Pax was published by Bloomsbury. Obviously, you've all heard of Bloomsbury. Yeah. Um, always other books published by Ex Libris. I've just clicked onto them. They are a self-publishing and on-demand printing service. So <laughs> <laughs> he's basically just putting them all together himself past that. Um, it's a vanity press, yeah. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. My only well, other... My it only just other... shows anyone can get stuff made. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. My only other fact is about pro sunglasses. Do you know this? Mm. You ready? Because oh, you know... I'm assuming no one really enjoyed this film, did they? Let's do it out <laughs> no. there. No. Right. It says on IMDb, Pro Signature Sunglasses are actually a favourite pair owned and worn by U2 frontman Bono. Kevin Spacey asked <laughs> to borrow them for a while for the film, which Bono agreed to under the condition that they were well cared for and returned immediately upon completion of the film. Wow. So if you needed wow. to hate this film anymore, yeah. that will tip you over yeah. the edge, basically. Literally, like, you've just said the one thing that can make this film worse, that the Bono's involved. Wow. <laughs> And that him and Kevin Spacey are obviously big mates so that he can borrow sunglasses off him. So All I'm saying is perhaps I should look at Bono. Well, yeah. if only. Yeah. If the only. company he's keeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to say Bono it's five, science fiction he? then. Do you say Bono or Bono? Bono. Yeah. He says Bono, Bono but it's to say Bono to annoy him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're saying it is yeah. science fiction then. I, spe- I guess if the books, the sequels... I think it's got to go on the list yeah. just because we've wasted time. Um, <laughs> we've wasted 40 yeah. minutes talking about it we yeah. better put it on the list yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think um, it's science fiction though but if the if the sequels then very definitively say he is an alien to the book but not the film though I don't think the film is science fiction I don't think it is but um, no it isn't because we don't we don't definitively see anything which no. is the only, the only support we've got is that the woman disappears, but as as we've gone through, if you even go by the logic of the film and she had gone to K-Pax, then she, mm. uh, sorry, to, yeah, to K-Pax, she wouldn't have disappeared. No. So yeah. that's so the only sort of evidence you've got. So really, she could be hiding under the bed or just escaped well, or something, couldn't there's she? There's him, him, him knowing about the consolation of whatever it is and drawing all those things. That's like, is that proof? Well, well that doesn't make any explain. sense either how no. it, it doesn't, you know, they've made... They've made a like a plot point out of something which could never be a plot yeah. point. It's weird. The film actually undoes itself all the time. Like I said, the ultraviolet light mm. thing and the drugs not working. All the little hints that he might be an alien, they never follow up. So mm. you, it's actually not... the bit we've missed is the it, there's a voiceover, isn't there? Kevin Spacey voiceover right at the very end where he sort of explains, doesn't he, why he's come from K-Pax? Mm. Do you remember oh, that? about? The universe um, repeating itself or something. Yeah, it repeats yeah. itself and you'll go backwards and that's what you'll, you'll see yeah, all again. Yeah, again, that doesn't I wonder if they added that either. in to like make it, to try and say like, no, he's definitely an alien because he's talking now like as though he knows about the universe going backwards. Yeah, yeah. but if it goes backwards and then it doesn't it's make not, any sense. It also, like, exactly I mean, I could say that, couldn't I? You could say that. It doesn't mean yeah. it's true. Mm. No. no. Well, obviously someone's come up with it. The, bright, yeah. the writer. So. <sighs> I, don't, I don't think it goes on the list. I think I think it's Poppins Claws. In a way, I wish we could ring Ian softly up and say, look, mate, do you want to not be on the list or do you want to be at the bottom of the list? Because this is pretty I much I think your it choice. should be at num- number 120. It's so good. Because be so low. 
uh, that means it's kind of in its different list. It's like relegated, and we were missold. <laughs> so we leave a gap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be... Is it offensive? It's not... If it was on the list, where would it be? It's, I don't think it's as bad. You could start a whole new category, I think. No, actually, I think maybe it shouldn't be on the list. I don't think it should be. No. Let's not even let... at the bottom. No. Oh, look, we didn't let um, Limpet on, did we? No. Could we put like a Rhodes Gallery on the website? Yeah, I think like... we need a, a Puppies uh, Claws yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. okay. Let's do, yeah, I agree with that. Let's have a list of the things that didn't make it onto the list. Which is three now, aren't there? So yeah. Dodger we were missold on that. Yeah. We knew that the we knew that the the fish one wouldn't be. No. <laughs> but that would Enough. but it would the list of things that aren't on the list would be the top would be Roger Rabbit, then it would be Mr. Limpet, then it would be K Pax. So it's Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's the, it's the worst of the Poppins Claws, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. There is a technology in Roger Rabbit though, isn't there? <sighs> no, they never really explain. No, they like, never no. how they got there or why they're there or no. Yeah, but doesn't he have that gun or something which turns them into real Yes, doesn't Christopher? What's his What's his name? That the bad dis- guy. That that destroys the. That's the ink. It gets rid of the. Yeah, that's a technology. Uh, no, but, it's, but the, the fantasies, like the fact they never explain, mm. like where, why there is this toon universe. Yeah. Okay. It's just there. Yeah. You know, like the way in the fantasy dragons are just there. And Mister Limpet yeah. almost tries to tell you because it's all like, oh, science research and all that, and then it just cops out and. Basically, yeah. is magic, isn't it? So, yeah. Wow, K So, it's not only not a... made the list, it's made the bottom of the not list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your film, yeah, your film sucks. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> wow. We need a name for that list then. Like, well, it's just a Poppins Clause list, isn't it? I suppose. Poppins Clause, okay. Yeah. Mm. And then we need a little explanation of what that is, the Poppins Clause. <laughs> Perhaps uh, yeah. the, Poppins, the Poppins Road Gallery. Like that yeah. Road Gallery out there, Chris. Yeah, yeah Poppins. Poppins Gallery of Rogues. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a nice banner for it. Yeah. <sighs> right. Cool. Well, that was uh, K-Pack. So it's been measured mm. and it's been uh, quantified as not sci-fi. Mm. So and, and not good. And not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Crucially not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, do you want to hit us up with any uh, ways to contact us there, uh, Alex? Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. If you disagree, no, with hang, on, our... hang on, hang on, hang oh. on. Let's go into the past. Oh, sorry. Right. Oh, let's go to the past, everyone. Hello and welcome back to the past. Next week we are watching Attack the Block, mm-hmm. the directorial debut, I think, of Joe Cornish. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, better known, well, probably not better known, but to me as one half of Adam and Joe. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably better known in Hollywood for writing a lot of stuff because he wrote. Uh, Tintin, and he wrote uh, Ant Man. Yep, yeah. he's more of a writer than a director. In fact, to the point where it was this, and now it's his new film coming out, The Kid That Would Be King. It's like, was well, I it was nine years apart or something like that? So he hasn't directed very much. No. Well, uh, have you got a synopsis for us? Um, some alien, an alien crashes in London. In on an estate, and some youths find it, and then more aliens come. That's it, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that is it, isn't it? Really, and it's kind of a comedy. It's kind of a actiony, and it's kind of a youth film. And doesn't it star? Um, what's his face? Wasn't it his first role? The guy from Star Wars, John Boyega. Yes, wasn't it his first role? I don't know. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I think I'm it thinking. was. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, should we watch the trailer? If you like, let's watch the trailer. Alien, oh. Believe it. And I landed in the wrong place, though. You get me? The wrong place. <laughs> Welcome to London, motherfucker. <laughs> well done, lads. We discovered a species hitherto unknown to science. Believe. Maybe there was a party at the zoo and a monkey fucked a fish. Yo, check it. More. More what? Them things. Lovely fireworks. Commandments, alien invasion. Of course it is. I'm killing them. I'm killing them in the street. Let's get tooled up, blood. It's a good title, isn't it? Mm. I remember having mixed feelings about this, so I'll be glad to rewatch it because I remember feeling, yeah, mixed mixed feelings. Put it that way. Mixed. Yeah. We don't know what you think, Sam, at all, do we? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I might have changed my opinion anyway. I'm quite a. You know, <laughs> flitty kind of person. Yeah. You never know. It's true. That's bad. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I automatically recall from this like hood rat sort of shit. Mm. Yeah. We'll see, eh? <laughs> so yeah, everyone at home, look forward to next. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll try and do a quiz about how about that. I'll try yeah. and promise yeah. a couple of quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam and related quizzes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brilliant. Well, that's next week then. A tap the block. Um, We'll see you then. Bye. 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 A lot of editing on this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so next week's Attack the Block. There you go. Uh, which is science fiction. There's no doubt bruv, about that. Bruv, fam. Bruv, fam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bruv. Enough, uh, enough podcasting next week. Um, anyway, email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. If you think K-Pax is a science fiction film, you're wrong, but you can try and argue. Uh, the website is sciencefictionratingsystem.com and then Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at SFRatingSystem. Come and see some stuff. We've got some stuff on there. there Would you, you like some correspondence? Woo! Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. We've actually got two things to do on this oh, week. Wow. Week. So, first of all, it's from... Uh, Terry Clubley who emailed him once before long ago hi Terry oh, hi Terry um, about the 2014 trilogy um, oh. they saying he enjoyed it and suggesting another 2014 film for us to watch which is Johnny Depp's Transcendence has anyone oh, seen nice. that? that was on my list of alternates of, you remember we all had to have an alternate uh, if someone had picked our film yeah that was like my third alternate right well, it the, looked the, terrible. I mean, it? the glowing review is that Terry says, I must have enjoyed it as I watched it to the end whilst drinking too much whiskey without falling asleep. <laughs> wow. Okay. I can't imagine it featuring very high on your list. However, would love to hear your opinions. Okay. Oh, yeah. Why not? All right. I'm up for a bit of so, Johnny Depp bashing. Yeah, I think we can uh, give that a... Another that person a we can't really talk about, isn't he? Yeah. No, well, no, he's... Isn't that proven in court now that he's a, 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 an abusive... What? Isn't that? I don't, a... know, I don't know. I don't know. I think he paid damages. Uh, I don't. You? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go into that. Uh, I know you wouldn't. Just in case he comes calling to <laughs> start your next film. I'd sign uh, him. I'd sign him all up. Kevin, if you ever want to do something, <laughs> just give me a shout. Co-directed by Brian Singer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Produced by Weinstein. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> no morals in the industry. That's the film no. industry for you. Well, there aren't. Oh, that's the whole no. problem, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Anyway, uh, look cool. at us getting all pro on the podcast, telling the yeah, world yeah. how it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I'll just run my business how I want to run my business, if that's all right with you yeah, two. Yeah, that's fine, cool. that's fine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was uh, a great little uh, run down there. Thanks for that. Uh, Alex, give us the... Uh, Oh, we've got to go backwards in time. Now we've done all that. No, we've no, done all that. that. You haven't, you haven't Are you going backwards to the universe? Like, broke <laughs> yes. right now. No, I was going to go before I had to watch K-Pax and then um, not. <laughs> no, uh, we're all done. I think, I think we're done, yeah. It's time yeah. to say and goodbye. Have you done all the contact information, though? Yeah, yeah. I did all that. <laughs> I dozed off. Did you have a seizure? <laughs> did you go all Jeff Bridges? <laughs> You're yeah. <laughs> Can we just regress me back to yeah. what yeah. we were doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so this week we're doing, <laughs> doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do it again because I wasn't rolling. Uh, the... No. No. Yeah. So that was a fantastic episode. Thank you for that. So just before we cue the music and say goodbye, I'm going to say thank you to Sam Draper. Say Thanks, goodbye. Chris. Thanks. Bye. And thank you to Alex Humphrey. Thank you. Cheers, and it's goodbye and thank you from me. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.